Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble. It's WrestleMania, baby. Is that a is that a baseball thing or is that a is that a wrestling thing? Neither. It's a boxing thing. Oh fuck. <laughs> this is a awkward pause and we are ready to rumble. We are ready to load the bases and clear them with a single, a nice little single to right field Andy right in between split the center in right yep. fielder. Mm-hmm. Make it bounce off the wall. You can't make it do that, but you know, sometimes it does that and it's good. Sometimes it does that and it's bad. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to ask rumble. You Are you ready to rumble, Sam Atherton? I'm ready to rumble. Ask me your question. How do you feel about the rule where if the ball bounces and then goes into like out of the stadium, it's an, it's an automatic double. How do you feel about I that? Think, I think it's one of the best rules in baseball. Um, not because it's extraordinary in any way, but it just feels like such a good solution for a weird problem to explain to the non-baseball heads, Andrew, um, you know, if a ball gets hit and it bounces within, it's a live ball, right? It bounces in the left field, right field, center field, whatever. And then after that hop, it lands in the seats. You know, it took a big hop lands in the seat instead of, you know, not being extremely confused on what to do. The rule states you just go to second base. You take an extra base. Okay. So sometimes it could home. be you could not run home because the ball's now dead. You know, um, there's also weird shit with like fan interference. That's a, if you remember the sweet life of Zach and Cody, Mr. Mosby takes Zach and Cody to a Red Sox game in one of the episodes. And Mr. Mosby catches a ball and he's like, I caught a ball for you guys. But what he did was he like, caught a ball that was in play still like it would have landed in. He just reached in for it. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's fan interference. That's bad. Didn't that happened. There's like the Chicago bears. Didn't some guy, he caught a ball, yeah, the then he had to move and change his, his name. The, the, the Chicago Cubs, the cubbies. Cubs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty fucking wild. If that happened in a football field, that'd be sick. <laughs> 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 But yeah, that guy got like straight up bullied. There's like great little YouTube videos on like, you know, you know, this guy's a legend for not killing himself basically. Um, Cause he, it cost that there was side effects to that, or there was a ripple effect. If I might, if I may also here and ready to rumble Andrew street. Hello. Do you know who Harry Carey is? No, <laughs> break it down. I, I really don't know much. I think he's a baseball announcer from Chicago. There is a uh, there's a string of restaurants in Chicago called Harry Carey's. Uh, and I went there wh- when I was in high school. We went on like a, a high school trip to Chicago uh, and we went to Harry Carey's and they have really good. Um, they had good quesadillas. I remember very fondly. Is Harry Carey. Uh, like, think- he's white, oh. isn't he? Yeah. Good save, Andy. I mean, yeah, it's like a sports bar, right? Sports bars are, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think he, he was like a, he was an announcer for the Cubs and I think he died, I don't know, a while ago. He's like, you he think he's like one of the original like announcers or like, you know, during mm-hmm. like, the fifties or whatever. He used to say, come on down or something. This is a, a long story. Somebody come on once down said to me, Wrigley Field. Yeah. Somebody used to say, he was like, I was talking to somebody one time and he said, as Harry Carey used to say, come on down. And that's the only thing I know of. Uh, this was in Chicago. Okay, then I think we can publish this as fact. Mm-hmm. I feel good about that. That's a first source. 
I've been. I think I've talked about it on the show. Wrigley Field, pretty cool. I mean, it's isn't old, it fucking uh, atrocious that you've been to more baseball diamonds <laughs> stadiums than me? How, How many t- have you been to? Been to uh, three. I've been to. All right, so I've been to uh, Ohio's. Ohio's to baseball stadium. Is yeah, that the, is the, the Cleveland is that the Indian the, Cleve, uh, the Cleveland, unnamed Cleveland, Cleveland no names. Yeah, okay. uh, Yankee Stadium and Mets Stadium. God damn! And well, because they're right fucking next to each other, basically. I know. And you've been to um, Wrigley Field. Wrigley Field, and then have you been to Boston? Nor- I've driven past. I've never been in it. Okay, that's still more than uh, me, dude. The Nork Bear Stadium, which is no longer with us. What what um, sport is that? The Nork Bears, they were... Are they an affiliate? The, what's the base... Like, what? what is the teams below the MLB? Triple A. Yeah. Yeah, they were a triple A team. For who? I caught, I caught a ball there one time. When I was a kid, I got it signed by one of the people. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Andy this whole time has like a million dollar big poppy ball. Just somewhere <laughs> in his house. He doesn't even know. The Great Bambino. <laughs> uh, Elmer, I think I've been to three. I've been to... You've been to Tigers? I've been to Comerica Park. Uh, I've been to Yankee Stadium. And then... Now I'm blanking on the third one. Oh, I've been to Wrigley Field. Yeah, Wrigley. I mean, the ones everyone talks about is like, you know, Magic. It's like Wrigley, the Bronx, and the Red... And what was... I forget what... Fenway Wrigley. Park. Fenway Park, um, the those are like the old, the old timey ones. Yeah, they have all that history. If you look at this right here, I don't know if I pointed this out last time. Behind me, there's a this is a, a not a map, but a little thing of all thirty ballparks. Hmm. And then there's it's a little checklist thing. Mm, so cool. someday, someday I'll see the Green Monster. This is a lot of baseball. We've never talked about baseball on the show. And now we've done like three weeks in a row of baseball talk. Uh, we're in baseball season, so it's like not, you know, it's not out of pocket. They Dodgers use real grass on the field? It depends. It depends on the park. That's kind of the beauty of like baseball versus other uh, sports is every park is fucking, <laughs> there's no rules. There's no consistency rules at all. Like they're different lengths in the outfield. Like certain teams like the Yankees, since they have like this left field little bucket area that is shorter. They purposely try and get people who can hit hard to the left field, even if they have weaker stats elsewhere. Um, so it's kind of this funny stuff where like certain people will actually do better in different ballparks based on wild variables. I like the grass. The grass is a whole thing, too, because AstroTurf bounces more and shit. Now, I forget if I ever talked about it on the show. Angelo, friend of the show, mm-hmm. big baseball fan. Huge, really? Cle- huge Cleveland uh, no-names fan. Mm. Mm. Um, but one time he got, uh, tickets to go see the Mets and it was like right around now. Cause it was, I remember it, it was like, we saw them on a Sunday and it was beautiful Friday and Saturday. And then Sunday was freezing and raining. So we sat in the stands for, I want to say maybe 25 minutes <laughs> and then we got fucking obliterated in the players in like the lounge area for what must have been hundreds of dollars like it was disgustingly expensive to have shitty beers and i have no idea who won or who they played 
I mean, that was the era of the Mets, man, for a long time. It was just really like the most little brother situation. Embarrassing. A, a bad ballpark. There would be memes of like, you know, tra- like trash flew into the field uh, with they had no fans. And it was just like, those are the pictures of people on baseball Twitter. We love to share. But now, you know, we're in a new era of Mets, uh, you know. They're popular Mets are now. good now. Yeah. They're, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, I guarantee you, you're going to start seeing blue and orange caps all around the city. Um, the Mets are about to become a thing. Mr. Met, though, he's still a thing? Unfortunately. <laughs> I was really hoping COVID would take him out. Just his fucking dumbass head is too big to fit a mask, but... No, he's still alive. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, it's I think it's the hockey one from Philadelphia, the little like fuzzy orange guy. Yes. Now I don't want to speak out of pocket. I will say allegedly all over this. Uh, but either that guy or the Philadelphia Phillies who have a similar guy but green, where it's just mm-hmm. like a weird blob. We also talked about who was it the the, in, the I words right mm-hmm. have like the orange and purple spotted one. Same thing. Where it's just like a monster. I, it was either the the Flyers or the Phillies, Sam. There's an open lawsuit uh, over this. Uh, I don't know what you call it. This 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 man in a suit yeah. assaulting a child. Um, from <laughs> my understanding, it's not a sexual in any nature. It's more of like a violent push that mm-hmm. a father saw and was like, "I'm taking you to court." Um, so I just I just want to give you that preface to tell you like be careful what you say. It's an, an open investigation. Mm. We don't want to become you know witnesses on accident. Mm-hmm. So Elmer and Andrew, when I was in high school, I worked at I worked at a, a baseball stadium. I'm I'm sure I've talked about this before. Um, You've never talked about this. So really, okay. So for I think maybe four four ish seasons, I worked at. I worked for the Lansing Lugnuts, uh, the I think they're now owned or like the Oakland A's affiliate. Uh, but at the time when I was there, they were the Blue Jay affiliates. Um, and I worked in like the little games area. So there was like a bunch of inflatable toys and like big, like three story inflatable slide. Now you're a carny. Basically. Yeah. Now, Elmer. The the Lansing Lugnuts, their mascot was was Big Lug. And I want you to guess what Big Lug looked like. Now, it would be cool if it was like a big lug. You know, like a, the little what do you what do you how do you even describe a lug besides calling it a lug? The tool thing. The thing that goes with screws. That'd uh-huh. be great. A big lug, but it doesn't work, right? Because you need Something hollow in the middle for that to work. Kind of like a combined version of the Halloween, the couple's Halloween costume, right? The screw (laughs) and the lug nut. (laughs) Yes, you got me. You got me. That's it. So, so the lug nuts, their logo is like a screw and like a lug nut thing. It's like a face and all that. But big lug is a big purple dinosaur with like a big, like snout sort of like a camel i would say and he's got like two lug nuts like for his like little nostrils or whatever now when i was in high school my friend from like my friend was big lug like he walked around was big lug and one time big lug climbed to the top of the three-story uh inflatable slide uh not rated for however much big lug weighed and he (laughs) broke 
He broke the thing. It like it was like collapsed. There were kids in the bounce house below, and his like little purple hand was just sticking out of the uh, the the rubble. Um, so I'm sure I'm surprised that the the lug nuts didn't get sued for that one. He didn't get. Did he lose his job? I don't think so. But uh, he got a promotion. He got a promotion. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my my bosses were, were not happy that Big Lug climbed to the top of the thing and almost crushed them. He was going above and beyond, right? Like yeah. no one asked them to do that. That wasn't part of the routine. No way. He was but just mascots, to, like, wave and stuff. They're supposed to do that. It's supposed to go off on a limb. <laughs> go crazy. Anything. Hype this, anything hype this, for the fans. Yeah. They can do anything. They have uh, immunity. Yeah. It's like police unions and then right above them, <laughs> the Lansing Lugs mascot. <laughs> or I guess all mascots. Yeah. Mascot Didn't they used to matter. do like a, a mascot competition or something? I thought that was a thing. Like the mascots all used to meet up. Maybe I'm making this up. I think there was a, what was that movie with, uh, I think it was by the same guy who did um, like Snatch and like those like kind of caper ones. And I think the the guy um, Gabe from the office was in it. I think it was like it was like a show about mascot like competitions, but it was like a like a parody, I guess. I can't mm. remember the name of it. It was on Netflix. If Cassidy was here, he would know. That's the problem, right? We just have a quarter of our brain is just gone. There's just fucking three quarters of a brain now on this show. <laughs> I hate old men. Oh, I hate old men. Um, I did want to talk about. The opposite of old man shit and uh, talk about WrestleMania 37. Mm. Uh, I watched WrestleMania 37 yesterday. I have not watched the first 36 WrestleManias. So I will be the first to acknowledge that made zero sense narratively, thematically, logistically. But the more WrestleManias are four hour events, they're epics. It's like watching the Lord of the Rings or Zack Snyder's Justice League. You know, it's like. Only, only the greatest things in the world last four hours. And <laughs> the deeper, because, okay, here, the first hour, it's a, it's, a, it's a sham, Andy. It's a goddamn sham. The first hour is them just talking about how they're going to fight. You know, like there's fake journalists backstage interviewing them about like, hey, so like, why'd you call that guy dumb? That's kind of a thing bullies do. Which is an awesome problem to have because you can't, I guess I heard one bitch last night, but they can't swear, right? So like the best fight of the night was Vince McMahon, who is, no, not Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon, son of Vince McMahon, mm. son of C. Well, okay. First of all, let me, I got to backtrack. I got to, we got to, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Give us the history. I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. So let me backtrack. The reason WrestleMania 37 got put on last night was because Lexi brought, there's this musician called Bad Bunny, who is a Puerto Rican pop kind of alt rap genre guy. He had that one song last year, I think. Had a lot of that song last year. I think I was out of the loop on it for a long time. And then this year, I like kind of started checking it out. There's this, he has, he's got a song on Fuser, which mm-hmm. really opened the floodgates for me. Uh, great song. And then through Lexi kind of just like fell in love. And now we stand him. He's very much little Nas X energy where he's just like, hey, I'm going to just not do what I'm supposed to do, quote unquote. He was he was uh, at the Super Bowl, wasn't he? And everyone was like, who the fuck is this guy? He could have been. I, I think don't it was remember with, that. With Shakira and uh, what's her name? The other one. J-Lo. And he was just there. 
It could be. I really do do not know. That, okay. That was maybe last Super Bowl, right? Man. The weekend yeah. was this year. I don't know. Yeah. So Bad Bunny posted on Twitter, tomorrow's the greatest day of my life. Or on Instagram. Uh, tomorrow's the greatest day of my life. I'm going to be on WrestleMania. So we were like, all right, we got to watch WrestleMania. And we we were like, how can we even watch WrestleMania? Uh, it's on Peacock now. Peacock, you get seven free days just for having an email. So, you know, joke's on you, Peacock. Um, but it's like a great way. Like, even if WrestleMania, I don't know. I was just like, I know there's like the weird like package thing you can buy where you get all of the things, all of the WrestleManias. Um, but this seems like a great way to pop in. This is just what I'm saying about this. Like you get, you can just sub for Peacock for a month if you need to uh, and watch WrestleMania. So we started watching this. It was kind of lame at the beginning. I couldn't take it because it's like, you know, at the beginning the pre-show sports games kind of sucks because it's people usually who have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Uh, sometimes they do know what the fuck they're talking about, but they're just bad at talking. So it sounds like they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And they're just kind of predicting what's going to happen. I'm just like, I'm just so uninterested. I kind of just want, I want to know, I want to, I'll hear a podcast about what happened, you know, an analysis of the game, but the prediction speculation is not for me. So this is the same shit, except guess what? They're predicting a fucking written outcome, which is, is infuriating to watch. Now, see, Uh, Elmer, what could happen at any moment is like a a fucking chair comes flying and, oh, it started. It's hell in a cell, baby. And, you know, I think that's, I think that's where the drama comes in. They're doing right, this right. interview. I'm not shitting them. on it. I'm talking about the. This is before even the, we're interviewing wrestlers, Sam. Oh, okay. This is six men in a suit and a woman in a dress, like talking about the logistics of the upcoming matches. And this is so they so can't even is, tease okay. out the exciting surprises. You know, they're not. They, it is straight up. That's like so fucking funny. Gaslighting. You know, like it's. <laughs> it's just like what am I watching? So we didn't start off strong. And then the, but then the fight, then they do the second phase, which is maybe the next 45 minutes, which is what I was describing. It's like another fake journalist has got her own, you know, narrative and arc who's interviewing people backstage. And like, that's where, okay, we're building up the tension, you know, it's all going up for this big release. You got to do it. And that actually works to a degree. You know, it's hilarious um, and still enjoyable in a, in a wholesome way. Um, but it's not necessarily like gripping entertainment, right? You know, you're still. You're just building up for the goods. Then the fights start. And the first fight, I can't even tell you who was in it, but I was like, this is fine. This is fine. And this is the one, this is the one with Bad Bunny. This is like a, no, uh, WrestleMania 37 is, WrestleMania 37 is new. Is that yes, right this, or no? This is brand new. It was live okay. last night. Okay. Yeah. For, okay. So let me backtrack. I'm not gonna backtrack. Gonna are there forward. are there fans at these again? Yes. Okay. That's exactly where I'm going. This, <laughs> this is this is when I realized I was watching history, boys. Um, so after the interview section, right, where it's just like backstage, and it's a weird thing. I don't know if they do this. This is the 37th year they've had to find an excuse to do this. But narratively, what's going on too, like the meta narrative, is you know the, there's a storm delay because we're in Tampa Bay. And all the branding is pirate themed just because of that. They don't incorporate it in the narrative of the grander WrestleMania thing. It's just like there's a massive pirate ship. There's pirate music and pirate logos. And it's literally just because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers exist, which is awesome. I love that they had no (laughs) narrative reason to ever include like why there's a massive pirate ship in the background and everything. It's awesome. So 
that during that fake wind weather delay, uh, they're on the big screens to all these fans. They're showing the thing I'm talking about with these interviews backstage. Then we transition to the epic introduction, right? We got fucking jets flying over over the air. We got fucking American flags on every goddamn LCD screen. We got explosions and shit. And then we have this beautiful moment, dude, where Vince McMahon, the boss, the CEO himself, comes out in a full three-piece suit. And he's he stands in the middle of the stage. And he's just has this powerful fucking like Denzel Washington in uh oh remember remember the Titans it's level of speech about like guys we endured covid we did it we're back we're so happy to have fans here we're fucking complete and then you the, the lights come up and there's a reveal and all the WWE wrestlers are standing you know behind him and they're all united for the first time in front of an audience and you know someone sings the star spangled banner or uh, God Bless America, one of the two. And there's someone, of course, accompanying with an electric guitar, you know, fucking instrumentation on it. And people are goddamn crying. Like, it's beautiful. Like, I'm a little, I'm kind of crying a little bit. Like, it's it's powerful, dude. Oh, man. It's like, I was literally watching this and I was like thinking like, besides opening day, like baseball, this is the only, this is the most patriotic I ever feel like all year, all year <laughs> round WrestleMania and baseball. Um, and it's, it's just military propaganda. It's fucking awesome. Um, but you know, like WWE to its credit, it's done a lot to like lean into what's good and lean out of what's wrong. You know, like they've, they've, it seems like they've fixed a lot of the weird women stuff to a certain degree. Um, and it's, I don't know, as I was watching it, I was like, you know, all this, you know, satanic panic and all these other genres of things that parents try to protect their kids from. Wrestling is maybe one of the best things to like just not try to protect your kids from. Like it was I was just like, you could, yeah, you could plop, I could plop kids in front of this and feel morally okay. Now, see, that's funny because my parents did not let me watch big time wrestling. So I have no context for this. I've never seen any of it. That's why we're like this. All three of us. Our parents didn't <laughs> let us watch wrestling, and now we're like this. My brother was a wrestling kid. I wasn't into it. Can I, I can didn't... I say something really quick? Mm-hmm. Between the three of us and your brother, who's the most handsome? Probably my brother. All right. One, only only one of them watched wrestling. <laughs> um, did they do a, a cell match? Oh, my God. Did they do a cell match, Andy? So the first fight, whatever, it's good. And I'm enjoying it as like, you know... It's the spectacle of theater and and athleticism. It's like a ballet. It's great. Um, then there's some tag team bullshit that was fine. Um, and then we get Vince, not Vince, Shane McMahon. So I get he's old too. He's gray haired, like because Vince McMahon's a million years old. So Shane is probably in his late forties, and I don't understand his getup. But his whole theme is like I'm the rich kid. He's basically Eric Trump, or mm-hmm. like it's just a very just I don't know. It's the whole that's the whole theme. But he's also the bully, and he's bullying this guy who is just, he's just calling him dumb. That's kind of his theme. His thing is just like, I'm a big oaf, but I'm a, I got a golden heart, you know? Mm-hmm. I protect people. So straight up, when people are interviewing Shane McMahon, they're like, why are you bullying this guy? Why do you keep calling him dumb? And stupid is as stupid does. Um, and the cage comes down, Andy, when these two fight. And the whole thing is just so epic. Like, Shane McMahon is like creating these situations where... 
he's like sabotaging and trying to escape the cage, running up to the top. Oh no, he found a toolbox at the top of the cage, uses it, drops it on fucking this other guy's head. Um, <laughs> chairs are flying. He's ripped. Oh my, I got, I'll find the clip and show it to you guys. And then hopefully we'll remember to tweet it. But they, they got me, dude. There was a moment where Vince McMahon is about, Shane McMahon is about to jump over. He's about to get free. And then the guy last minute, you know, Shane McMahon jumps actually over and he's climbing now down from the other side. And the big other guy whose name I can't remember straight up rips the fence open, like peels it like of orange peel off an orange. And it's just like, God, obviously it was set up that way. It was perfect, but at no moment did you think that was going to happen. So it hits hard. Shit snaps off. It looks so real. He rips it off and then pulls Shane McMahon back in. And dude, I was yelling. I was just like reeing so goddamn hard. It was so epic. So cool. Um, Fuck. And and then eventually Bad Bunny comes in and he's got a match against The Miz and Morrison. I don't know who Morrison is. I knew The Miz was like a guy. Um, and he's teamed up with this other like Puerto Rican uh, something. Uh, Damian Priest is his name. Um, and it's like a tag team match. And dude, Bad Bunny is just a guy. Like he's obviously not a wrestler. He looks tiny compared to these guys. But this shit is so next level, Andy, that you would think he was a real, real wrestler. Like a guy who's been training his whole life for this. They make him look so good. They like sell it so well. It's just. My mind was blown, dude. Like, it was just cool to check in with wrestling, you know, a decade since I watched any of it. Like, and by any of it, I mean like a clip or scrolling through TNT randomly, right? Um, And I was just like, wow, this shit has come so far. This is awesome. This is wholesome. The level of cringe that was obvious, like, there was just no cringe, which was very strange. Anything that could be perceived as cringe was like, well, this is for children, so it's not really cringe, you know, the same way, like, watching a Pixar movie is, like, doesn't feel cringe. You're like, I know this is for kids, but, like, there's something here for me. And, yeah, as an adult, when you're watching WWE, you're like, at the very least, what's in it for me is the spectacle. The, the, not, the, you have the, the high of theater magic, of production. And then the high of, like, great athleticism that you get from sports. I'm just, I'm a WWE head, WWE head now. But is it? Is it cringe or is it not cringe because you can like see past you can like see through the curtain where like there are other people who go to these and like chug their core lights and are like, you know, I'm fucking like so into this and like. But how how is that different than when you get like a little stiffy when they announce an Xbox game or a PlayStation game, you know, at E3? It's the same thing. Like we all find stupid shit that. You know, we get excited. I, I, I think my ba- me getting into baseball as an adult has softened me up on this whole thing, too. We was just like, why do I care about baseball? You know, like, why do I let that shit get to me? I don't. I really don't think there's anyone that thinks it's real at this point, outside of like pr- sub thirteen year olds. There's no way. I mean, then we're talking about mentally disabled grown men is what we're talking about because there's no way a sane, not sane, but a well-adjusted human being does not recognize that, you know, this is fake. Okay. I'm standing up for WWE heads, man, because I think they've had to deal with that shit the same way you goddamn anime nerds have kind of had to deal with some persecution. Uh, I think yours is more deserved than theirs, but it's I think it's the same kind of thing where it's like optically it looks bad, but you know in your heart of hearts why you're there. Okay. I mean, wrestling I people is pound- just anime. I- 
It is just anime. It actually is just anime. <laughs> that is the truth. And they're both have the same problem where it's just like, you know, I, I'm, I think the next time I watch wrestling is going to be WrestleMania 38. I'm just going to wait a whole year and that's just how I'm going to watch. It's going to be a one, an annual event for me. But with like anime, it's just like, how do you even start? How do you even get back into it? Yeah. So did they did they do a ladder match too where you have to climb the ladder and get the suitcase? There was no ladder match, unfortunately. I feel blessed to have seen a, a cage match, um, but no ladder match. I, I love the idea. Like, I good. love the idea that the fucking cage is just elevated above the. You right? Yeah, and like just like it's lowered down onto it, like fucking awesome. Well, especially when you consider that it's an open air arena, right? So it's just like they have oh, to build was? this thing, wow. yeah, that like holds it, and then it's just like it's a small town <laughs> that they fucking build. Also, how is Vince McMahon like? not canceled i feel like this yeah. man is just fucking like i was kind of talking on? about it with lex yesterday like every time i've seen people interview wrestling people you know and it's been people that i'm already familiar with you know like a, a bill simmons or a mark Marin, and it's just like it, it's always interesting to hear like the business and then be off character and i've never heard anyone and you know bit pr whatever it could not mean anything but i feel like everyone always seems very happy with the business side of it, with the relationships, and 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 Vince is apparently a likable dude. It's it's very strange. It's not. I mean, I, that's I guess maybe the magic of wrestling that he sells being this big dick, you know, evil CEO. But it's also the lore is very interesting because they're all acknowledged like we're coworkers under CEO Vince McMahon, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we got to fight for like daddy's attention. Uh, it's 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 very. It's perplexing. I guess I never I even thought about it like that. They're all co-workers and they acknowledge that. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, have you guys seen have you guys seen that clip of like, like I think the battle of the billionaires or whatever where Vince McMahon shaves Trump's head? Oh, I think yeah. that's one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, it's pretty brutal, man. God. Maybe I'll have to, I'm going to have to check out the clips on this. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll I can uh, let me curate that for you. I'll send some in the Discord chat later today, because um, I was definitely just just to try to catch up. Apparently, the bad money thing has been going on for months. Like they've been building up to it, you know. Like the Miz got red paint, put it on uh, Bad Bunny's three point six billion dollar Bugatti. You know, mm. not cool, not cool. Um, so there's stuff like that that uh, I had to look up to get the lore of what the fuck was going on. <laughs> so luckily, there's a bunch of YouTube channels out there that are, are like, here's like the recap. On uh, everything that happened at WrestleMania, I think the the funniest thing about like that wrestling thing is like like the show is like free every week or whatever, right? And then they're like, "I'll see you next week at WrestleMania 37 for fifty dollar pay per view." And it's like you know they're like teasing all this shit, and like maybe they have a fight on like the free shit, but then like all the real drama happens where you have to pay for it. It's crazy. Yeah, I think they still. I think I don't know what where they're at TV wise, but. I think they still do some fighting there, but it is definitely like, it's kind of like sports though. It's like the World Series. Obviously, those aren't pay-per-view events, but it is kind of funny that they do. That is, the, I don't know. That was kind of a bloom. I, first of all, I didn't realize WrestleMania was an annual thing. I didn't realize it was the big thing. Um, so to your point, like it kind of blew me away the way they talked about like 
this is what we've been waiting for our whole lives. You know, a chance to be at WrestleMania. It's just like, it's like they talked about it like fucking old like veterans that are like, I just want to go to the World Series. I just want to go to the Super Bowl. Like, that's what I do this for. Give me your uh, it's ring. beautiful. Give me the ring, dude. <laughs> it's great, man. I, I just had, I had a blast and I just had to come here and tip my cap to my wrestling heads and, you know, let them know that I'm joining the, the fold and I'm ready to defend them till the end. I mean, Cassidy was a wrestling fan, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, so. which ex- okay. which explains a lot when you think about it. Again, yeah, <laughs> it definitely does. Uh, kind of along the same lines as wrestling, I went to a Hobby Lobby yesterday. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> uh, I've never been in one. A friend of mine, he paints uh, like Warhammer figures, so he needed to go get paint. So I went with him. Uh, is, my, is the, this Mike? No, this is James. Okay. Uh, and the vibes were off mm-hmm. in the place. First of all, they were playing like lullaby music. Mm. Also, the place is fucking gigantic. Huge. Like massive. Uh, they have a whole section, I think, with just like different types of cloth. Uh, and it was insane. Um, obviously, very religious, the company. They had, uh, you know, a whole section for female Bibles. Um, which I guess are different than male Bibles. Uh, Can you? Oh, do you, do you have any more on that? Because I have so many questions. No, it was just like I, <laughs> the only thing I took a picture of was the Action Bible, which is the uh, quoted as the most epic story ever told, and is the graphic novel version. No, of the Bible. Ain't- Andrew just showed us a cover that clearly got like a real artist. Like it looks like the cover of Watchmen. (laughs) (laughs) The action Bible. Uh, This place is wild. The music was unreal. I felt like it was like a lullaby version of a song that like was on the tip of your tongue that you knew, but it went on forever. I don't think there was a single song change in the 25, 30 minutes I was in there. Uh, I'm not judging anyone. Actually, you know what? I am judging a little bit for people shopping at Hobby Lobby, considering their support of pretty heinous things. Um, Demographic, exactly what you expected. Uh, Lots of pieces of artwork with quotes on it. Uh, I took a picture of a Live, laugh, love. A lot of that. A lot of um, hogs and kisses uh, with a picture of some pigs on it. (laughs) Uh, I took a picture of that one. There was a whole aisle dedicated to hogs and kisses uh, paraphernalia. My favorite section, though, (laughs) the gun. And now, listen, we are in New Jersey. New Jersey is a blue state. You can. It's incredibly difficult to own guns in this state. They have a whole section on gun decor. Uh, Two of my favorite things I found. This uh, double revolver metal sign that says, we don't call 911. Okay. Uh, then right next to that, some, a very, probably my favorite thing of the whole trip, uh, the revolver toilet paper roll holder. Oh, wow. A fan favorite. So imagine, I mean, I'm sure fans, fans of the listeners of the show, you've seen it, you know, a revolver and you're like, well, that's a really long barrel. What if that barrel was mountable and you put a toilet paper on it is what we're talking about. Yep. And Listeners, you can't see these pictures, but you can see right next to there. There's the crosses uh, <laughs> right next to the, the gun uh, toilet paper holder. Um, 
something I. It's shocking I actually, we don't have more iconography of Jesus holding guns. Yep. Just because that is the most to me like that's America identity in one picture. Just Borderlands. Just shocked three, right? we haven't just said it. Yeah, I mean, Borderlands said it first a couple times. Was it Borderlands or Far Cry? Both had like the both actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was just blown away by the variety, like just the um, the sheer amount of gun related <laughs> stuff, like but very like sexually charged or religiously charged like things about it, and like you know a spatula that the handle is a hunting rifle. <laughs> It's a like, and it makes stock? no sense. What? Like, it, no, it is an actual gun. Like, hold the sniper, and then at the end, the tip of the sniper is a spatula. Yep. It's like, how do you even hold it? It's so <laughs> terrible to hold because it's got the fucking gun trigger underneath it. Like, uh, it's and then, so awesome, dude. Yeah, that's and so cool. One aisle over, you can buy like a fucking Spider-Man sign <laughs> or some letters with comic book stuff on them. Uh, one of the things I might I was thinking about getting for myself, obviously Nuts About Beans, a great show, included maybe with the next beans I sent you, is this pillow that was in the coffee and Jesus section uh, that says, good days start with coffee and Jesus. Mm. No, come on. It can't be yeah. either or, you know? No, it's got to be coffee and Jesus. Oh. Holy shit. What dude. in the, the fuck? That is so oh. good. I thought they were going to have Pokemon cards in there, maybe, because I heard sometimes they do, but they didn't. I didn't even know. I've been I've been in a Hobby Lobby multiple times. I lived in Missouri quite some time. Um, they're, they're in Texas, obviously. I don't think I've been here since. But, you know, oh, I have, actually. I had to get a, 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 an uncut gems poster framed, as I said. Um, the I didn't realize they had the and Jesus, you know, X and Jesus. Thing. I don't know if I've ever noticed that in the aisles. Now I kind of want to go back just to be sure it's not like just New Jersey because that's awesome. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> like, like just so many variables and Jesus. So much and so many farm animal things. Like just so many of the hogs and kisses variety. Like a lot of cattle things. It's like who's who is this it, for? You don't understand here? it. It's for real America, Andy. You don't mm-hmm. get it. I am a you know you coastal elite, elite yeah. But man, yeah. what a fucking trip to the Hobby Lobby! God, I love. Dude, there's the, so the many gun Bibles. Stuff is so cool. I know. And the gun who's stuff- even buying a Bible now though? Like I feel like all the Bibles that people need have been sold. God, dude, people buy that shit. It's, I mean, do you need more? Isn't it the same book over and over again? Not no, unless you're buying the Action Bible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, why is there women's Bibles? Well, you don't. In real America, Andrew. Yeah, in real America, they think women can't read, so they got to give them like yeah. the... Yeah, it's like Dr. Seuss fucking... <laughs> nah, man, he's canceled. I I just uh. like... And my mom hates, hates Hobby Lobby. Just because, mm-hmm. you know, of their... Like, if you think like the, like, you know, like boycott Chick-fil-A, like, because of their like shit is bad, like, I think Hobby Lobby is like 10 times worse in terms of yes. like what they support. Yeah. Um, so... Every time we drive by, she's like, don't ever go there. I'm like, I want my. <laughs> we're so we're a Michael's. We're Michael's. We're Michael stands in this oh, household. Yeah. Michael's oh, yeah. over Hobby Lobby. Before I, you know, someone after the show tells me Michael's was. I mean, there's no ethical uh, consumption. So any uh, any all the money you spend goes towards a billionaire that does bad things. Mm-hmm. 
You know, that's just kind of the reality of life. So hopefully we'll have to check. Maybe Atlantic City has a Hobby Lobby and that would be the one to check out. We can like rearrange all the letters. Like, you know, they have like those letters. We can rearrange it to say something bad. Oh, and the the final thing that really should have set the stage for going into this Hobby Lobby was that uh, I pulled into the parking lot. The car I parked next to had save the children stickers on it. Very uh, anti-abortion stickers all over it. Right next to that car was probably a 1996 uh, like Toyota Camry. A hundred percent. I should have taken a picture of this. The brightest pink you've ever seen. And then just on the hood, the silhouette of like, you know, the sideways head Barbie logo. Just that. Yes. Like, like that's oh, it. That's that's hard. it. Just on the fuck wow. in bl- flat black on the pink hood. The silhouette of the Barbie head. That's hard, dude. That's probably a Barbie sales rep, you know? Mm-hmm. Like a traveling Barbie sales rep that's just coming to get some product, <laughs> checking the shelves on Hobby Lobby. They're trying to get they're oh. trying to get hogs and kisses Barbie accessories in the store. Yeah. Do you think hogs they have a, a, a like a, a fiction literature section at the Hobby Lobby? All the books are by the register. So they had okay. like um Oh fuck, I should there was like a whole section of like prayers for your husband. Prayers for or like 100 prayers for your husband. 100 prayers for your wife. 100 prayers mm. for your daughter. Like a whole section. Don't you love of that it stuff. when you see that scam? You see it like you're like, "Oh damn, what a great business idea." You just fucking <laughs> like <laughs> Oh man. God damn, dude. That obviously that shit is so dark and so evil. Just like just what guns are right because i think the context of the new jersey makes this extremely funny (laughs) like it's it's not even the right demo Mm -hmm. but it still kind of is technically because it's not even that guns represent guns you know it's like the captain america shield doesn't represent shields you know, it represents whatever the fuck that they they wrote it as and guns now are just like i'm not a pussy you know, like that's the identity of gun culture and gun iconography. Um, it's the most insecure, outwardly facing insecure. You know, like usually when you call things out like that, it's not that obvious. It's like debatable. Someone can defend themselves. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how you like can look at me and tell me that like, you know, you, you have an eight gun strapped to your chest is an insecure. <laughs> like that's just objectively <laughs> what that what that is. <laughs> no, dude, it represents freedom. Are you kidding me? Come and take them. Come and take my uh, but, but gun. What makes you think? Rolling. What makes you think I want to take them? You know, it's like it all goes back to insecurity. Like no one's trying to take this, dude. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, that's 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 dark, dude. But uh, thank you for your service. Thank you for going into the belly of the beast. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. That was my <laughs> investigative journalism for all those pictures. I took all of them. We should and make sent- that a reoccurring segment, by the way. <laughs> investigative journalism. We go to a fucking horrible business. <laughs> Yeah, up next, I'll, I'll walk uh, into Chick-fil-A. <laughs> uh, so, and when they say my pleasure, you're going to be like, oh, it is your pleasure? It's your pleasure to, you know, support. And then, you know, you can go on your rant. Your I think if they don't, rant. if they, you know, if I trick them into not saying my pleasure, they owe me something. Mm. It's kind of like a Dairy Queen. If they don't hold the blizzard upside down, they owe mm. me a free. But then you have to, like, call this minimum weight, this child uh, <laughs> out on his shit. Be like, you didn't fucking say it. 
Andrew, you would get so big on Facebook and YouTube. I'll help you promote this too if you need me to. Mm-hmm. If that was your thing, like you become a YouTuber, face you got you got to your demo is going to be on Facebook, but yeah, you know for for logistical reasons, we got to upload to YouTube, and it's just you, you know, trying to get a free Blizzard at Dairy Queen, <laughs> <laughs> just berating children. And then I think Mo, I haven't been to Moe's and years but i think moe's has a thing too if they don't say like fucking if they don't scream welcome to moe's as you walk in you get a free cookie or some shit yeah man it's like some regional shit what's give me give me the breakdown on moe's moe's is just a shittier chipotle oh that's chipotle is already like you know on the wrong day it already feels pretty shitty it's uh like it's like chipotle for even whiter people yeah (laughs) i feel like it's like how can we make how can we make chipotle cheaper I feel like that's like the their their shtick. Yeah. Moses kind of like remember when Taco Bell tried to say that like tried to pivot that they weren't going to do the fucking gross shit that they were going to remember they had those ads they like hired that chef they're like we're going to do burrito bowls and they're going to be yep. fresh cut ingredients it's like that's what most we do is. not want stoners if you yep. smoke weed don't shop here we only want refined pallets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what Moses. Oh, well, goddamn. I mean, I respect, though, that is kind of funny because that wasn't that long ago. I feel like that no. was within five years when Taco Bell was like, we hired a chef. I forgot about those ads. It was like right when Chipotle was like blowing up big, like 2013, yep. 2014, 2015. It was like Chipotle really fucking blew up. Taco Bell was like, we got to compete. Well, remember when like Taco Bell couldn't legally call their their like meat beef anymore or whatever? They had to like call it like whatever it was and then they had to like i think they had to you know kind of upgrade their like shit a little bit so that they could call it meat or fucking i think they had to call it like meat filling or something meat product meat product yeah i do love that they've they've gone back like because i feel like even mcdonald's and wendy's uh still have to give the illusion of like we're trying a little bit better Listen, like, yeah. you know, we're using less byproduct and shit. And I feel like Taco Bell's like, we fucking took a Doritos and we made it into a shell. And now we're going to put Fritos on top of it. Yeah. How many how many potato chips can we let you consume in one bite? How many different kinds of chips? Oh, man. It's it's also interesting, too, because I've noticed. I don't know where it is, re, how it is. Re, how, what the, what's the jack-in-the-box situation in y'all's region? But I grew up in California. They were very prevalent. Mm-hmm. Very popular. I remember the moment of like the the Jack in the Box tacos was like a thing, you know, and they always kind of had that like stoner demo. But I feel like they've pulled back at just they just they've fallen so hard. They're not even a top tier competitor, I feel. And Taco Bell kind of re- like is now the king after that chef, you know, mix up. Mm-hmm. Now they're back on like they have the munchie box like that is. Or is that Jack in the Box? That might be Jack in the Box. But to my point, though, you know, I, I do. It is kind of interesting to see Taco Bell kind of go all the way up again to the top of the leaderboards on the fast food list by just committing to being grosser. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> and I feel like they th- now White Castle. Oh, I don't feel like White Castle has ever changed. I don't think they ever tried to go grosser or better. I just think they know what they are, and they're like, yeah, that's this is what we are steamed burgers and we know why you why you're coming here that's it 
Look, this is no one's fault. This is just an observation. But White Castle, every story about White Castle is like, you know, blah, 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 where White Castle and then X crime was committed by someone, either myself <laughs> or I witnessed it. And I feel like, unfortunately, Waffle House has the same thing. Yep. And, you know, guess what? There's probably some fucking racial social shit in that that sucks. Um, but it is kind of a weird PR problem to try and solve because I've never heard White Castle in like a... You know, the best PR moment they've ever had was Harold and Kumar. And yep. it's been skyrocketing downhill since then. Yeah. I also <laughs> feel like I've never been... Same thing with the Waffle House. I don't know that I've ever been in a Waffle House or a White Castle during the day. I've never been in a White Castle, period. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, help me remember. I, I can't remember. Was it with you guys? Or maybe it was some something else with someone else. But I don't remember. Did we? Did someone go to a White Castle... And then, like, someone else went to a White Castle. And so we had a lot of White Castle. No. This is some other... That was maybe your other, your IRL friends. It, but I'm trying to, like, think of a situation because, like, there's no White Castle. Maybe it was, like, in a spring break. But I feel like someone was driving home and someone was also walking home. And then the people driving home got a bunch of White Castle, like, 30 burgers. And the people walking home also got 30 burgers and so when we got when everyone got back there were 60 white castle burgers i, huh, I could have swore that it was with us maybe like a kind of funny but maybe not no nah, dude i'm mm. gonna edit that out okay well, um, <laughs> up. just kidding no but I, I, you know how i know that's not us because we never we never drove around each other the only time we drove around each other was in lansing and you just you know you said there's no white castle there that's true mm. rip man I drive now. That shit blows my mind still every day. Yeah. How is a, I mean, it doesn't really mean, you know, how, how does it feel being a driver? We've been driving for a couple of years now, right? Like, yeah, we don't have to talk about it. Yeah. This is just, it's just cool. It's just cool that I get to do that. They yeah. let me do that. <laughs> I like it. You have uh, to get a license. New apartments to coming together. Um, not here, not in Texas. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's next? You just, just got to flash a gun. Yeah. A license <laughs> to toast, toast in your own damn toaster. <laughs> They pull you up and they're just like, gun? And then you flash the gun and they're like, and they flash you theirs back and then it's just like, okay, have a good day. <laughs> um, there's a dog barking. That's going to get picked up on the mic. Um, that's, there's, a, there's, there's, everyone has a dog here, you know? And it makes, you, it makes you feel FOMO. I look out my window every day. I think I talked about the dog orgy out there. Um, not as cool as when like the dojo trains out there. That's mm-hmm. fun. You see them play with spears and shit. Um, and I told you guys I didn't mention on the show, but just quick update on the dojo that's by my house. It's a part dojo, part coffee shop, and it's amazing. <laughs> it's called Kick Butt Coffee, and the baristas like if they're on the clock on the dojo, they're wearing their geese while they make you get their coffee. Damn, and that's a feeling, man. That oh, feels good. I love that. That is. But we got a we got some stools for the countertop. Ooh. We got a we got a rug for the living room. I see your rug, Andy. Um, we got an ottoman. Ottoman's huge. Ottoman's kind of a game changer. Um, waiting on the table for next month. Little, little, you know, breakfast table. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was another thing that was kind of... Oh, got some cushions for the bench I got for my balcony. God damn, dude. It's a vibe out there now. We got some cacti out there. Hell yeah. I just finally feel like a human. I love... I love. It's nice. I want to see these stools. I need some some new stools for our countertop. Mm. 
Yeah, it's kind of a tough one because you kind of got to make the choice like how functional versus not fashion, but you know, you could go smaller stool that is le- takes up less space. Will probably just fit right under, never be an issue. But then that stool doesn't have a back, and yeah. is it actually a you know a stool you want to sit at? So we went with a stool at the back that's like comfortable to sit at. It takes up a little more room, but I think that's the move because especially now that you work from home and you just have different places to sit, it's nice. Yeah. I also, I recently, I went to the plant nursery, bought a ton of plants. Every oh. spring I buy new plants so that I can slowly kill them. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But I'm planting on our fire escape. I'm trying to plant my herbs right now. Mm. I got my mm. basil that's going. That's next for me. I'm- yep. It's parsley. So we're hoping that I'm I'm just starting to get my little baby sprouts coming in. Are so you buying it. seeds or are you buying like a little boy and just like taking care of it and letting it grow? I bought seeds. I in hindsight should have just bought the little boys and fucking planted them. Uh but we're already committed with the seeds. So they're in there. Yeah, I just yeah. need to get some fertilizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also want to do like little chili peppers, which should be pretty easy, like during the summer and stuff. <clears throat> but I want to get those. I don't know if you've seen them, but they're like four balconies basically where it's got like, it's a planter, but it's got like a hook that you can hook on the top of the balcony. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to get some of those for, for the, for the edibles. Um, but yeah, I got a little, I got about a, about a catnip plant. Carla wasn't that interested in it. I saw those. Um, unfortunately, but um, it died. So there's that. We did uh, cat grass for a while. Mm-hmm. And they, how they how they react? They loved it so much to the point that they were like shoving their face in it and then would like flip it over. <laughs> but they love the cat grass. That's amazing. And that grows really easy. Like I think you like water it once and it fucking skyrockets. I might have to try that. It's when are you getting a cat, Sam? So here's okay. Just so I, I briefly mentioned it. I briefly mentioned it on the show two weeks ago, right? And then almost immediately after listening, my mom's like calling me. She's like, I'm doing research on cats. It's like a thousand dollars a year in like maintenance. And it's like, you know, she was like doing all of this research. And I was like, ma fucking chill. I don't know. You know, I, I I was like thinking about it. We'll see. Uh, I don't know. I, I, so I think when you guys were, were deep in the, the cat dad talk, I think the last episode was called like cat dad diaries or something. Uh, so I have my, my bonsai trees and they are fucking thriving. Feels good. I, uh, my cherry blossom tree, all the cherry blossoms blossomed. Uh, my maple tree has leaves on it and, uh, yeah, it feels good. So I'm doing my own dadding. This is like when dog people are like, I know what it's like to have kids. Yeah. Well, once you get a cat then they can destroy your, (laughs) you'll wake up and they're eating the cherry blossoms. These look beautiful, Sam. Um, I, I saw some of the photos you posted. Are these indoor or outdoor? Like, what do they require? So, I have, I have mostly outdoor trees. Um, I have one indoor that's like a, it's a gardenia, and that has to be like it's a tropical tree, so it has to be like, mm. at like a minimum like sixty degrees at all times. Um. But the rest of these like are all outdoor trees. And so they just sit on my balcony or not on my balcony, on my like deck. Um, and so I, I, I learn, I'm learning about like how trees work and if they, 
if you like it, like during the winter, if you bring them like inside, it like tricks the trees into thinking that it's like nice out and they like come out of hibernation or whatever. And then it like that, like fucking kills them. So these trees have got to be outside like all year round. Um, That's wild. So it I did not like, know that. Yeah, and they like after they like lose all their leaves, they like harden, and that's what makes like the growth rings and like the bark and stuff. So, mm, so it like needs hibernation to like thrive. Yeah. So yeah, if you like bring them inside, it like fucks it fucks everything up. And these are little minis. They're all minis, like little boys, little cute boys. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, they're all like regular trees. They're just like, well, mine are pretty. I think pretty young. But they're all like aggressively mm-hmm. like pruned, so they like remain small. Gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, how do you prune them? Uh, I have like little scissors. Oh, okay. Um, and then I have like ones. I have like some bigger ones that are like for cutting off like branches and stuff, or like bigger, bigger branches. But yeah, I don't know. I think I think I'm gonna go the cacti route. I think I'm gonna go full cacti. We'll see. You know, Lexi will push back and probably force me to get different plants but i can't just the the low maintenance is nice so i I mean i I can't speak to the i can't speak to the maintenance i also last week so i bought a i bought a lawnmower uh and i also bought a it's like a i don't know if it's like a palm tree or it's like some palm like palm variety and it's fuck it looks fucking cool i got it at the home depot for like 16 bucks um but it's like a big it's like got the palm fronds and all this and Ooh. it's cool. I mean, you know, I guess it are probably you, are you planting it in the ground or like in a pot? So I got a big, I got like one of those like pretty big pots. Um, so I think I'm just going nice. to plant it in that and it'll be like a indoor slash out. It'll be like indoor during the winter, probably an outdoor during the, during the year or during Fun. like the summer and stuff. Nice. Yeah. We'll see. Homeownership. Yeah, man. Domestication. I wish. <laughs> Can I also? I'm feeling domesticated. Can I say that? Uh, go ahead, Sam. <laughs> I was to say so before I before we before we sign off, I, I do have update on like another cool project I've been working on. So I bought like a lot. You guys know what like live edge slabs are of wood. It's like have no, you, you have you seen like the tables or stuff where it's like it like just like looks like one piece of wood and it's like got like the like the bark and all that shit on it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yes. So on those types of tables, if there's like a split in the wood, like if the wood is like coming apart uh, to prevent it from coming apart more, you you like cut, you cut like a like a like a bow tie shape out of it. And then you cut like a bow tie shape of another piece of wood and like stick it in. And uh, it's it's pretty difficult, I think, like to get it to fit like right and to have it look good. Uh, and I did that for the first time last week. And, uh, while you guys were recording gone gold, I was out here sweating with my chisels and making sure this fit was like really nice. Uh, but I got it done and it feels really fucking good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Was this for your own table that you were like fixing up? Yeah. I'm, uh, making like a little end table for my, like between my like sofa and my chair. You can have so many conversation pieces when you bring, uh, you know, potential lovers to the house. Yeah. Hey, baby, you Start see this pointing at everything. Table? I made that. Yeah. I made that. You want me to make you that. one? <laughs> Six hundred dollars. I made it. <laughs> Take it home right now. Salmon wood's good. 
<laughs> use discount code. I'll help you put it in the Uber. <laughs> I know. Like it's this whole time, Sam's just been trying to get people over to sell them. <laughs> <laughs> all of my see, all, all of my I haven't had like I think two two of my friends have been over to my house, but like what little do they know? Every single piece of furniture in the house has a price tag on it. It's yours. Walk mm-hmm. out with it. <laughs> what you're sitting on, it's for and, sale. <laughs> you should put real price tags on everything in your house. That'd be great. That would be a great bit. <laughs> Living in a gallery. Well, you know, what is art? What is art? Ladies and gentlemen, the uh, WrestleMania 38 has come to a close. Uh, what you didn't see this whole time we were recording, uh, we were in a cell. When we were talking about Hobby Lobby, Elmer ripped down the cage uh, and has gotten the briefcase full of money. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how wrestling really works. Yeah. Uh, Elmer. You, I won. You won. Where can the people find you on the internet? At Elms is not mad. Andrew, the loser of this match. Always. Um, I love the little switch up we had here on the uh, it's a fluid hosting situation. Uh, just water, baby. Yeah, yeah, just like sand through my hands. Uh, at so Street coarse. Super. <laughs> I hate it. Did you say it? Sorry, I wasn't really Yeah, listening. I said it. <laughs> uh, and you can find me, the reporter, uh, this whole time. Why are you bullying? Samu Woodgoods at... No, fuck, what is it? Etsy.com backslash shop backslash S-A-M-U Wood. Good. So I was so focused on my bit that I forgot my website. He doesn't even know his own business. It's a front. I don't even know my own business. It's a front, dude. It's a money laundering <laughs> Yeah, you know it. Uh, at Oc Pause, uh, is uh, how are we feeling about Nuts About Being Season 3? Are we ready for, for like next next episode? At, at some point. Yeah. No, Two? no, don't not, get crazy. Don't, yeah, okay. don't sign us up for Okay, that. then I'm not going to sign up. I haven't decided what I'm, what I'm sending you guys yet. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm trying to make an educated guess. Well, you're not getting Summer Moon again, you know. Okay. So it's gonna be worth it's gonna be worth the wait. Uh, here's the thing: I'm gonna send you guys out yours probably this week. That's fine. So if we get it, uh, we can just do it. You get it, you get it. You don't, you don't. It's season yeah. three, baby. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah, baby. Stay golden. Ding. Jesus be with you.
with a gold tee, uh, this a war dance, a victory step, a raw stance is a gift, and you insist it's my rep, John Cena trademark, y'all are so-so, and talked about the bread you make, but don't know the recipe for dodo, aiming guns in all your photos, that's a no-no, in this pop, your lip lock, your big talks are blatant no-so, see what happens when the ice age melts, it seems monetary status is not what matters, but it helps, a rock a time piece by Benny, if any, the same reason y'all could love me is the same reason y'all condemn me, a man's measured by the way that he thinks, not clothing lines, ice links, leather and minks, I spent 20 plus years seeking knowledge of self, so for now Mark Freck is living life for wealth, your time is up, my time is now.